Hi, this is Irene Karen. My name's Leo. A big welcome to the Sound Museum, the music podcast that explores that personal connection. A big thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast the last week. Um, your support and love has been absolutely lovely and amazing. So thank you so much for everyone who has subscribed and who has shared the podcast online. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do. Just go onto your favorite podcast provider and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And what also blows my mind is that the podcast is reaching worldwide. I've had listeners from Australia, New Zealand, the US, the UK, Hong Kong, Canada, Belgium, Nigeria, South Africa, Germany, India, Indonesia, and the Netherlands. So thank you all so much for your support and for listening. Also, a big thank you to Sammy, my first ever review on Apple Music. So thank you so much, Sammy, for your five-star review. Greatly appreciated. So if you are on Apple Music, make sure you leave me a lovely review. That would be amazing. So let's go on with this week's show. This is my very first episode of Sound Museum, and I wanted to share a deeply personal connection with you all. Do you remember the first record you ever bought? Well, I do. I just turned six years old and was just discovering music my parents had in their vinyl collection. And I was also listening to the radio nonstop. One song I was obsessed with was this one. That, of course, was Fame by Irene Cara. I'd seen the music video on TV and thought this was the best school ever. I think every kid at the time wished they attended the Fame school. I remember buying the 7-inch vinyl of the song Fame from my local record store and playing it to death on my record player. I loved the song. I loved her voice. I remember singing the song around the house, Fame, I'm gonna live forever. My love for Irene began. Now, Fame hit number one in New Zealand and the UK, number three in Australia, number four in the US. Fame also won the Oscar and Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. When I learned there was also a full album of the soundtrack, I had to have that as well. Such an amazing soundtrack full of some amazing songs. The song out here on my own was just magical. I may not win, but I can't be thrown on my own. On my own. I remember the performance from the film and Bruno with Irene's character Coco around the piano. After the song, he just reached for her hand. 
I love that scene. I remember my parents also watching a miniseries on TV around the same time called Roots. And when I saw Irene, I said, oh my God, that's Coco from Fame. When Irene was young, she was part of the kids' show, The Electric Company. She also appeared in various theatre productions, TV shows, and was cast in the lead role in the 1976 movie Sparkle. Irene released the album Anyone Can See in January 1982. Now, at that time, I wasn't even aware of the album. There was no internet back then, so finding out information or news on your favourite artist wasn't easy. It was years later I discovered the album and only got the chance to listen to the album when it appeared on digital platform iTunes. I instantly fell in love with the title track. I can't believe anyone can see only reached number 42 in the US. But major success was just around the corner for Irene with this track. In 1983, Irene released Flashdance, What a Feeling, from the movie Flashdance. Once again, I played the record non-stop. I even bought the 12-inch vinyl for the amazing extended version, which still remains a favourite of mine today. All those extra vocals and production, that's how you do a great extended version. I remember at the time a very funny story. I had to go to school camp. We didn't have a video player back then, so I left strict instructions for my parents to record the show on my little tape recorder by placing it in front of the TV. (laughs) It was so funny playing back the tape and hearing my parents trying to be quiet. Don't talk, Ron. Remember, the tape is recording. (laughs) We did the best we could in those days. Like fame a few years earlier, Flashdance What a Feeling hit number one in New Zealand, also in Australia, the US, and most other countries around the world. It would also award Irene an Oscar and Golden Globe for Best Original Song, plus she scored two Grammy Awards for Best Pop Vocal Performance, Female, and Best Album of Original Score for a Motion Picture. The song and the movie Flashdance were huge in 1983, and this March, What a Feeling is celebrating its 40th anniversary. Was that really 40 years ago? Oh my goodness. Late 1983, I got Irene's album, What a Feeling, on vinyl. I remember thinking how gorgeous Irene looked on the cover art. The album was a non-stop favourite. I love the singles, including Why Me? That 
back at number 13 in the US, number 5 in Australia, and number 24 in New Zealand. Breakdance. Now, this one I also bought on 12-inch vinyl for that extended version. The track at number 8 in the US, number 19 in Australia, and 25 in New Zealand. Back in those days, I remember listening to the US Top 40 with Casey Kasem. That was a highlight of my week. Now, the show was a week or two behind by the time we got it in New Zealand. So the tape deck was working overtime, recording all those new tracks from the radio. I remember hearing this track on the countdown. It's really great for me. The Dream only reached number 37 on the charts in the US, another track which deserved much higher. Back in the 80s, it was a very different time. By the time we got new music in New Zealand, it was always some months behind the US and the UK. Even those music magazines from the UK and US were two or three months old by the time they arrived in New Zealand. So as a result, it was very difficult to keep track of your favourite artist. As far as I was concerned, after the album What A Feeling, Irene wasn't doing much. I didn't even know about the follow-up album Charismatic until many years later. As far as I know, it was never released in New Zealand. When I decided to move to Australia in 2000, I sadly got rid of most of my vinyl, including those from Irene. I had the songs on CD, so I didn't see the point of keeping the vinyl. We all have regrets in life, and that's one of mine, unfortunately. Irene re-released What A Feeling with German artist DJ Bobo in 2001, hitting number three in Germany and number two in Switzerland. It was so good to see Irene back in the charts again in Europe. Another funny story, I remember going to a second-hand shop called Dixon's along Chapel Street, Paran in Melbourne, and I spotted the album What a Feeling on CD. I instantly grabbed it. Finally, I had this iconic album on CD, and I still have that copy today. When iTunes appeared in 2003, I began discovering music I didn't even have. The Anyone Can See album, hearing those for the first time many years later was a really, really nice experience. On Saturday, 30th of September 2006, Irene performed at the AFL Grand Final. Now, I know nothing about the AFL or the Australian rules football, but it is such a big deal in Melbourne and in Australia. That year, Carlton Draft Beer was a sponsor, and their latest ad campaign, Flash Beer, featured What a Feeling. So, of course, they had to bring Irene out to perform the track at the AFL Grand Final. I remember watching the performance on TV. Irene sounded and looked amazing. I can't believe Irene was in the same city as me. I really wanted to meet her. Interestingly enough, the Young Divas also performed that year as part of the lineup. They actually covered What a Feeling for their self-titled album, which was released a couple of months later. In 2013, an Australian tour was announced. 
playing six shows on Australia's East Coast. Irene will be coming out with her band Hot Cow Mel and performing all her hits plus songs from the Hot Cow Mel project. When tickets went on sale, I managed to get front row seats for the Melbourne show. I couldn't believe that I was finally about to see Irene live in concert. I was doing some radio work at the time and managed to score an interview with Irene with my co-host Jono for our show Sound Museum. We were going to be chatting with Irene from her home in Florida. Now, the interview was pre-recorded, as most tend to be. The main reason for this is obviously scheduling and the notorious international delay you would experience on calls, especially with the US. So pre-recording a show allows you to edit things more tightly. Even though it was just a phone interview, I remember being really nervous. Here I was about to speak to one of my favourite artists. Fame was the very first record I bought as a kid. Thank God Jonna was operating the control panel that day. The interview went really well. We covered the highs and lows of Irene's career and, and I even managed to tell Irene the song Fame was the very first record I bought. At the end of the interview, she even invited us backstage when she was going to be doing a concert in Melbourne. Irene was so warm and such a delight to speak to. Sadly, a few weeks later, the tour was cancelled, citing travel issues with some of the key members of her band Hot Cow Mel. As you can imagine, I was devastated. I wouldn't be seeing Irene live after all and wouldn't get the chance to even meet Irene. Looking back on the bright side, I was still able to chat with her and the interview is one I will always cherish. It was the evening of Saturday the 25th of November last year in Melbourne. My fiancé Sean was working and I was home alone going through my social media on the couch. A post appeared on Irene's Twitter account a few minutes earlier from her publicist in the US, Judith. Irene had passed away in her Florida home. I couldn't believe what I was reading. I was in shock and immediately texted my fiance. I posted my thoughts on Twitter. My heart is broken. Irene meant so much to me. Fame was the very first record I bought on 7-inch vinyl. I loved what a feeling, break dance, and why me? I've been following her career ever since. Sending much love to Irene's family, friends, and fellow fans. R.I.P. Beautiful Irene. I then began to play Irene's songs from Spotify. Also discovering some songs I hadn't heard in a very long time. Songs from the City Heart movie soundtrack, Get Happy and Embraceable You. Change your troubles and just get happy. Better chase all your cares away. Say hallelujah, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. Loves the vibes with Freddie Jackson from the All Dogs Go to Heaven soundtrack.
and also the 1996 single You Need Me, featuring some fab mixes from legendary mixer Todd Terry. I realised in my own special way I could honour Irene and also do a tribute for the fans by creating a playlist of Irene's work. Irene's publicist Judith shared this on Irene's Twitter account and the feedback I received from fans was amazing. Irene was gone, but her music was bringing us all together. Over the coming days, Irene's songs Fame and What a Feeling were in the Australian Top 5 on iTunes. Her music was all over radio and on the TV news. People were remembering Irene and those iconic songs. I was also playing Irene's music non-stop, discovering songs I hadn't heard in a long time and also her last body of work with Hot Caramel. Looking to the future, I feel it's really important to keep Irene's legacy alive. I would love to see Irene's back catalogue reissued on CD and vinyl and maybe even a singles collection with all the music videos on DVD. There's also a lot of Irene's back catalogue currently not available on streaming services. The major one, of course, is a 1987 album, Charismatic, also the B-side to the single Girlfriends, Dying For Your Love. The B-side for What A Feeling found it. The seven-inch versions of both Fame and Why Me, the 1988 track I Can Fly, And the 1995 track, Rhythm of My Life. It's now January 2023. It's been nearly two months since we lost Irene, but her amazing legacy lives on. A woman of black, Puerto Rican and Cuban descent who pioneered the way for many women who followed her. She was a singer, songwriter, actress, dancer and producer, an Oscar, Grammy and Golden Globe winner. To have one iconic song from an iconic movie for any artist is an achievement, but to have two songs is a testament to Irene's incredible talent. Fame and Flashdance, What a Feeling, will always be huge parts of Irene's legacy. But songs such as Out Here On My Own, Why Me, Breakdance and The Dream also proved what an incredible artist Irene was. Irene Cara, we will always remember your name. I really hope you enjoyed my tribute to the beautiful Irene Cara. 
Please reach out to me with your own personal memories and songs from Irene that have impacted your life. I would love to hear from you. Make sure you check out Irene's music on your favourite digital platform and check out my Spotify playlist, Irene Cara, a tribute featuring Irene's singles and also some dead cuts. I've also done a YouTube playlist featuring tracks I've mentioned during this podcast. You can find the links to these as well as our social media handles and email address in the show notes with this podcast. If that wasn't enough, I've also done a special bonus episode for you, the 2013 interview I did with Irene. Something I will always cherish and I hope you enjoyed the Freyberg interview. Look out for that later on this week on your favourite podcast provider. Thank you so much again for listening. I look forward to your company on the next episode of The Sound Museum. Take care.